All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I am your host, Robert motherfucking Reed. Uh, I've got my Hendrix here. I've got a head full of thoughts. Let's go. Uh, but before we get into the meat of today's uh, episode, I, I got to give uh, big ups to my Colorado brothers and sisters. I mean, another fucking mass murder. How long ago was it? My first podcast when we talked about it? Literally how many hours separated the Atlanta shootings versus the Colorado shootings, right? And notice how I said the words mass murder. Because uh, I hate myself. I did a little hate listening to uh, Ben Shapiro this morning. And I've heard this talking point on, you know, other, you know, mass crimes. And kind of it's what's the definition of mass murder? Okay. I, I give that about as much credibility as I do the Christian argument at least I can call rape objectively wrong. I don't give a fuck what you call it. I don't. I don't engage Christians when they play that bullshit-ass game because the rape survivors don't care what the... You can call it pumpernickel. I can speak for every rape survivor when they say, we just didn't want it to fucking happen. So please continue to play your stupid games. You can, you can call this mass murder... You can call it toenail fungus. It doesn't fucking matter. Ten people are dead because this country continues to not do a goddamn thing about guns. And here's here's the Robert Reed thought on this. And this is definitely a tie-in to, to today's topic. We don't talk to each other anymore. We talk at each other. We just regurgitate scripts. Right? We, we've all turned into Anakin Skywalker up in this bitch. If you are not with me, then you are my enemy. No, maybe I just don't agree with you. Maybe we need to have a discussion and have some sort of a happy middle ground. And before anyone goes and calls me some libtard cuck soy boy because I want to get rid of all guns, I don't. I'm all for your right to own a gun. But I'm also for let's have a discussion. Because that little piece of paper, the, the Second Amendment that everyone loves to jerk off to, that thing's about one or two hundred fucking years overdue on a refresher. Now, I'm willing to change with new information. But until then, I think we should have a discussion on gun ownership. Because guess what, gang? We're going to do the same shit. And if you always do what you've always done, you will always get what you've always gotten. Please notice how we haven't done a goddamn thing about this gun issue. And I'll see you next week. I'll see you the month after that. When we're we once again talking about many people being wiped out all at once with one gun by one person. But back to my Colorado family. I don't do the whole thoughts and prayers. All I can say is, God damn it, I'm sorry you have to experience this. We as a country owe you more than what you went through. Atlanta, Columbine, name them all. We owe these people at minimum a fucking discussion. 
So to my Colorado brothers and sisters, fam, I'm sorry you had to go through that, honestly and truly. Uh, you know what? On that one, let, let's go ahead and bless today's uh, episode with a little bit of Hendrix. Hold on. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gang, today we're going to tackle the topic and we're going to talk about our transgender brothers and sisters. Now, before I get started, and I am dead serious when I say this, and I need y'all to listen to me. Pardon me as I cough. <clears throat> These are all first takes, so you get all the fuck-ups as well as the not fuck-ups. I am not a transgender man. I am a cis man. Can y'all hear pop in the background? There's a dog out in front. I am a cisgendered man. I am not talking with an expert's tongue on this topic. I have never once walked a day, a shoot in my, my trans brothers and sisters. I don't know what it's like as I struggled to get that one out. I am simply giving you my opinions on the transgender discussion. Now, if you want to know about the, the travels and the struggles and the day-to-day, I say, Ask one of our trans brothers and sisters. Go get the actual factuals. I am not speaking for them. I'm speaking with them as an ally. But I got to put the asterisks by this and let you know I am not trans. These are my thoughts and my opinions on my brothers and sisters in that community. So again, not an expert. I'm not talking for my trans brothers and sisters. I'm walking with them. Now, before I prepped for this episode, I reached out and one of my sisters hooked me up with some information. While we were communicating, she also kind of was gentle to tap me on the shoulder to let me know that one of the terms I was using wasn't the best one. So as I say that, gang, I hope y'all know me well enough to know that I I'm going to talk with empathy and compassion on this topic. That being said, I may slip up, and if I do, not only do I expect, I want constructive criticism. Please tell me if I've used an outdated term. Please tell me if I've said something that is not factual. This is how you learn. This is how we grow. If I fuck up, hit me up on Twitter, and if y'all don't know my handle, I'm at rcread40, at rcread40. Shoot me a DM. I'm all about constructive criticism because I want to get this right. So again, I am not trans. I am not an expert. These are my opinions and my thoughts. I reached out for help and someone was super kind and gave me just the most golden information I could possibly have on this topic. And she was kind enough to give me some gentle correction. So again, if I step out of bounds, please let me know. I want to know so I can get better. All right, we're going to jump into the transgender issue here. And like I said, with the gun issue, the reason why I don't think we are making the kind of progress we need to be making is because we are busy talking at each other. And by talking at each other, from my travels at least, what I see is one side is talking with empathy, compassion, and facts. While the other side is not engaging in the same conversation. 
They're using not just outdated terms. They're talking about the wrong terms. If we're having a discussion about volleyball and someone uses the phrase first and 10, you can't have that discussion because you're talking about two different sports. When people, and whether you realize it or not, you're fucking this shit up. When you say things, when you violently misgender, when you talk about things like safety and privacy, when talking about just the girls, because apparently we don't give two fucks about the boys. You don't want some man taking a pee next to your daughter. Okay, we're not engaging in the same conversation. You see what I'm saying? Let's stick with kind of what's quote unquote stereotypical. The girl issue, because that, that's what you always hear, right? You don't want some girl, you don't want your little girl, you know, taking a piss next to a man, do you, Robert? Okay, fuck you, first and foremost. And two, if I've said it, that means we've all said it a million times. You've already taken a piss or a shit. You've already changed in a Gold's Gym locker room next to someone who's transgender. You want to know why you didn't know? Because they didn't advertise it. I said this on one of my two-minute videos. I'm going to say it now. I have never, and gang, I have been playing sports for as long as I can remember. I have gotten dressed in front of more men than I have. Fuck me. I've been playing sports literally since the second grade. T-ball. We sucked. We lost every fucking game. I'll never forget it. But, um... I have never walked into a locker room, a Walmart bathroom, nowhere with my pants down around my ankles, helicoptering my dick off of each side of my thigh, screaming, read it and weep, motherfucker. No, that's not what I do. That's not what you do. That's not what our trans brothers and sisters do. And we were just going to sit here and talk about the public bathroom issue. Well, here it works. What do you do when you go to the bathroom? You take a piss, you drop the deuce, and you wash your hands and you roll out. Now, my biggest concern and everything I just said, some of you nasty motherfuckers don't wash your hands after you take a poop. You're a nasty bastard and you need Jesus. What the hell's the matter with you? On that note, let's hear a little Hendrix. Hold on. Mm, Gin and truth. Let's go. So like I was saying, when you sit there, and again, this is why we this conversation doesn't progress the way it should. Half of us are telling you, you've already pissed next to a transgender person. You were safe, weren't you? Did anyone peer underneath the stall to take a look at what's between your legs? No, they didn't. You want to know why? They don't care. Just like I don't care. I was at Gold's Gym this morning. I had to drop the deuce. I I, I didn't look under the stall next to me. And you know what? He didn't do it to me. We're having two different discussions. I'm saying, let's treat people with honor and respect. And you're talking about a sex crime. That's exactly how this does not work. We're not having the same discussion. So when you talk about safety and privacy, you are in another conversation. Again, what club should Tiger Woods use on the par four? 
Well, I don't know. Maybe it was a triple play. You see what I did there? I had just had two fucking conversations with myself, which is actually somewhat common. Damn, I'm not all together with it. But you see where I'm coming from. Now, gang, I live in the state of Texas, for those of you who aren't aware. Let me tell you what Texas is known for. Death penalty. Shitty public school education quality. We have some decent barbecue here. (laughs) But Texas is a red state, and we are known for being fiscally conservative. I wouldn't be too terribly shocked if Texas was the state that coined that annoying-ass phrase, well, how are we going to pay for it? Right? I remember getting into a discussion because I did a uh, town hall meeting. I know, shock, surprise, I put my hands in the fire. When they were trying to get rid of the Robert E. Lee uh, name on an elementary school. And I was in the discussion, and here's a shock. I don't think Robert E. Lee should be honored in such a fashion. I think he was a sack of shit. And when I said we need to change it, someone stood up and said, how are we going to pay for it? My response was, take out a fucking payday loan for all I care. All I know is that that name shouldn't be on the name of that fucking school, and you know it. You wouldn't send a bunch of Jewish kids to Adolf Hitler High School. Don't send a bunch of black kids to Robert E. Lee. What the fuck's the matter with you? So it's always, what, how are we going to pay for it? That, that's all Texas seems to care about. Be fiscally conservative. That being said, Governor Greg Abbott was all about the bathroom bill. So we spent two back-to-back special sessions. Now, that's pretty much overtime. Is how that amount what that amounts to. That's paid for with taxpayer money. We spent millions of US dollars, not pesos, US dollars to talk about where grown ass people can take a piss. That's what we did. And it's ironical because he's a Republican. You know, the party of personal responsibility. Small government. Don't I don't want the government to tell me what to do, unless, of course, it's telling trans people where they can take a shit. And I had to look her name up because damn it, I couldn't remember. But one of my transgender sisters from San Antonio traveled up to take a picture with Greg Abbott. Told him he she was a fan. She was smiling. He was smiling. I'm sure they shook hands. Thanks for your support. This brilliant woman's name was Ashley motherfucking Smith. She's earned the title of motherfucking because she pimped the shit out of that picture. Big ups. Matter of fact, hold on. Let's hit the Hendrix for my main girl, Ashley motherfucking Smith. Mm, Jen and truth. Let's go. She took that picture, then she posted it on social media. She said... If the potty police can't tell I'm transgender, how can you? How fucking brilliant is that? She even hashtagged, uh, hashtag potty police. Look that shit up. She called Greg Abbott her bathroom buddy. That's fucking fantastic. Big ups to my main girl, Ashley. That's how you do it. Because again, people like Abbott keep talking about safety, privacy. We're talking about two different topics. Again, those of us on this side, 
We're talking about empathy and respect. We're the ones actually talking about privacy. They're the ones who are trying to fuck shit up by using words like, man, what about privacy, Robert? How would you like it if some man just took a piss next to your daughter? Okay, I can't even have this discussion. Because again, it's how fast did you run the 40? Three points basketball shot. We're having two different conversations. And, oh, God, it just, I'm starting to get mad. Maybe I should take another drink just because. Hold on. Here we go. Jen and Truth, let's go. So again, we're not having the same discussion. And as we're moving forward, gang, again, when when you try to squeeze the word safety in, whether you realize it or not, you're talking about sex crimes. When you when you say words like they're confused, I want to protect my daughter. You're tying them in with sexual criminals, and they're not. And if you can find a transgender person who's a sex criminal, it's because they are a sex criminal. It's not because they're transgender. Stop doing that. Now, I had to look some shit up to make sure that I wasn't giving y'all some bullshit-ass information. The people who sit atop of the list for victims of a sex crime are transgender college students. They are 66% more likely to be on the receiving end of a sex crime. Now, I had to Wikipedia this shit. If you can find stronger stats, again, I'm up for some correction. But what kind of shit is that? I also looked it up. Do you know who's more likely to commit a sex crime? Take a wild fucking guess. 80.4% of perpetrators of sex crimes are men who identify as straight. We are literally pulling our children away from, statistically speaking, the safest portion of our population and pushing them into the arms of the people more likely to hurt them. If you're on the playground with your kids and you see a dude who looks like fucking Chris Hemsworth when he was in Thor-like shape, how many people are going to, well, one, you're going to gawk because goddamn, he was fine. But you're going to breathe a sigh of relief. You got this big, strong, muscular guy. Statistically speaking, he's getting ready to hurt your kids. You need to beat the shit out of that guy. No, that wasn't a call to fucking violence. Calm down. Someone who looks like that is 80% likely to hurt your child. And you're pulling your children away from the people who, and I looked it up and I had a really hard time finding any real stats to show transgender sex criminals. I also tried to find stats that linked being transgender to being a sex criminal. And you know what I found? Not a goddamn thing. Don't get me started on the Catholic priesthood. We breathe easier. Oh, man, Father McFeely's here. Oh, thank God. No. 
That person's getting ready to hurt your fucking kids, statistically speaking. Not the trans person. The trans person is simply trying to live their life. That's it. Again, we are pulling our children away from arguably probably infants, centurions, people who live to see 100, and trans people. They don't commit sex crimes. So why are we panicking and continually saying, well, what about the safety? What about the safety? Your children are safe as fuck around our trans brothers and sisters. Stop it. Now, we're going to hit the big one. I've heard Marjorie Taylor Greene and some of the other idiots. It's, it's always on the news. We're going to talk now about our trans brothers and sisters in sports. And we're going to hit the big daddy because, again, this is what people always want to talk about. It's always the, uh, the male to female transition competing against cisgendered women. We're going to start right off with probably the bigger one, and that's Fallon Fox. I had to do research on Fallon. So I knew her story, but I wanted to get this shit right. For those of you who don't know who Fallon Fox is, Fallon was assigned uh, male at birth and made the transition to female. She is fully female in every way, shape, and fucking form. She decided to go into MMA. She was skill-wise, not bad. She wasn't an Ashley Evan Smith, who I think she actually beat, or maybe Ashley beat her. She wasn't an Amanda Nunes. She wasn't a Tina Homo or Ronda Rousey. She definitely wasn't Chris Cyborg. She was good. But the big argument was, the big argument was she cracked someone's skull. And you know what? That's not for a debate. She did crack someone's skull. And again, let's rewind the clock. It's like, if you can find a transgender person who has committed a sex crime, it's because they are a sex criminal, not because they're transgender. Fallon Fox cracked that lady's skull because of the technique she used, not because she was transgender. So first and foremost with Fallon, let's go ahead and talk about the hormones because that's what everyone was worried about. Before we do it, my voice get a little bit dry. Let's hit some of this Hendrix to bless this topic. Hold on. Delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. Fallon, full HRT, hormone replacement therapy. Now, basic anatomy 101, <clears throat> pardon me. What makes testosterone in men are testicles. What makes testosterone in women are their ovaries. Now, for those of you who don't know what I look like, I'm 6'3", 240 some odd pounds, and let's just say most of it isn't fat. Now, the reason is, one, I still work out like a fucking madman. Two, testosterone. The more you have, the easier it is for you to build and maintain muscle. That's just the truth. That's not misogyny. That's biology. I've got more testosterone than the average woman. That's the way it works. What makes testosterone in women are your ovaries. 
women make testosterone. They just don't make as much as cisgendered men. Fallon Fox has neither gonads, uh, testicles, nor ovaries. She doesn't. <clears throat> Her ability to make testosterone isn't compromised. It's been completely eliminated. She struggles to maintain the testosterone levels of a cisgendered woman. I watched that episode again to prep for this. Two doctors straight up said, no, she is not at a physical advantage because she has to take testosterone from an outside source. That's not how it works. Now, Robert, how did she crack that woman's skull then? Now, Joe Rogan, he and I are both high-ranking black belts, traditional martial arts. I respect Joe's effort. I just don't agree with his opinion on this one. So I'm not coming at this from some Rudy Poot-ass point of view. I am an expert at martial arts. So here's my expertise. And I've taken 10 years worth of Muay Thai. So I'm not uh, too shabby. So I know what I'm talking about here. So the, the skull cracking. It happened. They were in the clinch. Now, if you don't know what the clinch is, imagine you are literally forehead to forehead with me. That's how the clinch starts. It, we are touching each other, basically. Now, imagine you're, each person is trying to grab the back of the other person's neck. Now, the person whose hands are on the inside, depending on who you are, uh, well, if it's me, that's the kind of position that I'm shooting for because I'm strong. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> so my, my hands are on the back of your neck. I am clenched up, so imagine my fingers are interlocked and it, behind your neck. My elbows are down. My Wait, goddammit, I said that wrong. I like my arms on the outside, so I will jockey for that position. That's what I was talking about when I said I'm strong. Thank you, Dad, once again. My elbows are down. My fingers are locked. I'm on the back of your head. Now, someone my size and my strength level, you are now under my control. I can literally swing you from side to side if I have that arm position on you. If I want to send you shooting backwards, I would keep my hands on the back of your neck and I would jut my elbows into your sternum. I could send you six feet backwards. Now, if I wanted to finish the fight, which Fallon did, while in the monkey clinch, I violently pull your head down to the mat as your head is going towards the mat. My knee is going up. Now, I'm a lefty, so I'm using my left leg. That means my plant foot is my right. I'm on the ball of that foot. I've pivoted my heel in. That's going to extend my hips. As your head is going down, my knee is going up. Imagine me hitting you with a shovel. That's what that is like. A third grader could do that to another third grader and still crack their skull. It is a devastating technique. She cracked her skull because of the technique she used, not because she's transgender. I've heard Joe Rogan have people on his show, and his big argument is, you know, well, 30 years of genetic imprinting as a man, of course, you've got an advantage, blah, 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 blah. Joe Rogan is wrong. 
her ability to create that masculine um, hormone, again, wasn't compromised. It's eliminated. She beat that lady's ass. She cracked her skull. Yes, it was devastating. I watched it. But she did it because she used the technique, not because she was transgender. So get off a of fucking Fallon Fox. And the thing about the transgender and sports issue, let, let me break this down. Because the transphobes, Fox, people like that, when they when they have this discussion, they always bring up the most extreme example, like a Fallon Fox. One thing that uh, Joe Rogan loves to say, and I fucking hate it, is what if Brock Lesnar, and look up Brock Lesnar so you can see what he looks like if you don't know. What if Brock Lesnar just chopped his dick off and put on a dress? He would mow through the women's division. Gang, it's language like that that continues to separate the two sides of this conversation. That's not how this shit works. All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I am your host, Robert motherfucking Reed. Uh, I've got my Hendrix here. I've got a head full of thoughts. Let's go. Uh, but before we get into the meat of today's uh, episode, I, I got to give uh, big ups to my Colorado brothers and sisters. I mean, another fucking mass murder. How long ago was it? My first podcast when we talked about it? Literally how many hours separated the Atlanta shootings versus the Colorado shootings, right? And notice how I said the words mass murder. Because uh, I hate myself. I did a little hate listening to uh, Ben Shapiro this morning. And I've heard this talking point on, you know, other, you know, mass crimes and kind of it's what's the definition of mass murder. Okay, I, I give that about as much credibility as I do the Christian argument, at least I can call rape objectively wrong. I don't give a fuck what you call it. I don't. I don't engage Christians when they play that bullshit ass game because the rape survivors don't care what the, you can call it pumpernickel. I can speak for every rape survivor when they say, we just didn't want it to fucking happen. So please continue to play your stupid games. You can you can call this mass murder. You can call it toenail fungus. It doesn't fucking matter. Ten people are dead because this country continues to not do a goddamn thing about guns. And here's here's the Robert Reed thought on this, and this is definitely a tie-in to the, to today's topic. We don't talk to each other anymore. We talk at each other. We just regurgitate scripts, right? We, we've all turned into Anakin Skywalker up in this bitch. If you are not with me, then you are my enemy. No, maybe I just don't agree with you. Maybe we need to have a discussion and have some sort of a happy middle ground. And before anyone goes and calls me some libtard cuck soy boy, because I want to get rid of all guns. I don't. I'm all for your right to own a gun. But I'm also for, let's have a discussion. 
Because that little piece of paper, the, the Second Amendment that everyone loves to jerk off to, that thing's about one or two hundred fucking years overdue on a refresher. Now, I'm willing to change with new information. But until then, I think we should have a discussion on gun ownership. Because guess what, gang? We're going to do the same shit. And if you always do what you've always done, you will always get what you've always gotten. Please notice how we haven't done a goddamn thing about this gun issue. And I'll see you next week. I'll see you the month after that. When we're once again talking about many people being wiped out all at once with one gun by one person. But back to my Colorado family. I don't do the whole thoughts and prayers. All I can say is, God damn it, I'm sorry you have to experience this. We as a country owe you more than what you went through. Atlanta, Columbine, name them all. We owe these people at minimum a fucking discussion. So to my Colorado brothers and sisters, fam, I'm sorry you had to go through that, honestly and truly. Uh, you know what? On that one, let, let's go ahead and bless today's uh, episode with a little bit of Hendrix. Hold on. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gang, today we're going to tackle the topic and we're going to talk about our transgender brothers and sisters. Now, before I get started, and I am dead serious when I say this, and I need y'all to listen to me. Pardon me as I cough. <clears throat> These are all first takes, so you get all the fuck-ups as well as the not fuck-ups. I am not a transgender man. I am a cis man. Can y'all hear pop in the background? There's a dog out in front. I am a cisgendered man. I am not talking with an expert's tongue on this topic. I have never once walked a day a shoot in my, my trans brothers and sisters. I don't know what it's like as I struggle to get that one out. I am simply giving you my opinions on the transgender discussion. Now, if you want to know about the, the travels and the struggles and the day-to-day, -day, I say... Ask one of our trans brothers and sisters. Go get the actual factuals. I am not speaking for them. I'm speaking with them as an ally. But I got to put the asterisks by this and let you know I am not trans. These are my thoughts and my opinions on my brothers and sisters in that community. So again, not an expert. I'm not talking for my trans brothers and sisters. I'm walking with them. Now... Before I prepped for this episode, I reached out and one of my sisters hooked me up with some information. While we were communicating, she also kind of was gentle to tap me on the shoulder to let me know that one of the terms I was using wasn't the best one. So as I say that, gang, I hope y'all know me well enough to know that I I'm going to talk with empathy and compassion on this topic. That being said, I may slip up, and if I do, not only do I expect, I want constructive criticism. Please tell me if I've used an outdated term. Please tell me if I've said something that is not factual. This is how you learn. This is how we grow. If I fuck up, 
hit me up on Twitter. And if y'all don't know my handle, I'm at rcread40, at rcread40. Shoot me a DM. I'm all about constructive criticism because I want to get this right. So again, I am not trans. I am not an expert. These are my opinions and my thoughts. I reached out for help and someone was super kind and gave me just the most golden information I could possibly have on this topic. And she was kind enough to give me some gentle correction. So again, if I step out of bounds, please let me know. I want to know so I can get better. All right, we're going to jump into the transgender issue here. And like I said, with the gun issue, the reason why I don't think we are making the kind of progress we need to be making is because we are busy talking at each other. And by talking at each other, from my travels at least, what I see is one side is talking with empathy, compassion, and facts. While the other side is not engaging in the same conversation. They're using not just outdated terms, they're talking about the wrong terms. If we're having a discussion about volleyball and someone uses the phrase first and 10, you can't have that discussion because you're talking about two different sports. When people, and whether you realize it or not, you're fucking this shit up. When you say things, when you violently misgender, when you talk about things like safety and privacy, when talking about just the girls, because apparently we don't give two fucks about the boys. You don't want some man taking a pee next to your daughter. Okay, we're not engaging in the same conversation. You see what I'm saying? Let's stick with kind of what's quote unquote stereotypical. The girl issue, because that, that's what you always hear. Right. You don't want some girl. You don't want your little girl, you know, taking a piss next to a man. Do you, Robert? OK, fuck you, first and foremost. And two, if I've said it, that means we've all said it a million times. You've already taken a piss or a shit. You've already changed in a Gold's Gym locker room next to someone who's transgender. You want to know why you didn't know? Because they didn't advertise it. I said this on one of my two-minute videos. I'm going to say it now. I have never, and gang, I have been playing sports for as long as I can remember. I have gotten dressed in front of more men than I have. Fuck me. I, I've been playing sports literally since the second grade. T-ball, we sucked. We lost every fucking game. I'll never forget it. But um, I have never walked into a locker room, a Walmart bathroom, nowhere with my pants down around my ankles, helicoptering my dick off of each side of my thigh, screaming, read it and weep, motherfucker. No, that's not what I do. That's not what you do. That's not what our trans brothers and sisters do. And we were just going to sit here and talk about the public bathroom issue. Well, here it works. What do you do when you go to the bathroom? You p take a piss, you drop the deuce, and you wash your hands and you roll out. Now, my biggest concern and everything I just said, some of you nasty motherfuckers don't wash your hands after you take a poop. You's a nasty bastard and you need Jesus. What the hell's the matter with you? On that note, let's see a little Hendrix. Hold on.
Mm. Gin and truth. Let's go. So like I was saying, when you sit there, and again, this is why we this conversation doesn't progress the way it should. Half of us are telling you, you've already pissed next to a transgender person. You were safe, weren't you? Did anyone peer underneath the stall to take a look at what's between your legs? No, they didn't. You want to know why? They don't care. Just like I don't care. I was at Gold's Gym this morning. I had to drop the deuce. I, 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 I didn't look under the stall next to me. And you know what? He didn't do it to me. We're having two different discussions. I'm saying, let's treat people with honor and respect. And you're talking about a sex crime. That, that's exactly how this does not work. We're not having the same discussion. So when you talk about safety and privacy, you, you are in another conversation. Again, what club should Tiger Woods use on the par four? Well, I don't know. Maybe it was a triple play. You see what I did there? I had just had two fucking conversations with myself, which is actually somewhat common. Damn, I'm not all together with it. But you see where I'm coming from. Now, gang, I live in the state of Texas, for those of you who aren't aware. Let me tell you what Texas is known for. Death penalty. Shitty public school education quality. We have some decent barbecue here. <laughs> but Texas is a red state, and we are known for being fiscally conservative. I wouldn't be too terribly shocked if Texas was the state that coined that annoying-ass phrase, well, how are we going to pay for it? Right? I remember getting into a discussion because I did a uh, town hall meeting. I know, shock, surprise, I put my hands in the fire. When they were trying to get rid of the Robert E. Lee uh, name on an elementary school. And I was in the discussion, and here's a shock. I don't think Robert E. Lee should be honored in such a fashion. I think he was a sack of shit. And when I said we need to change it, someone stood up and said, how are we going to pay for it? My response was, take out a fucking payday loan for all I care. All I know is that that name shouldn't be on the name of that fucking school, and you know it. You wouldn't send a bunch of Jewish kids to Adolf Hitler High School. Don't send a bunch of black kids to Robert E. Lee. What the fuck's the matter with you? So it's always, what, how are we going to pay for it? That, that's all Texas seems to care about. Be fiscally conservative. That being said, Governor Greg Abbott was all about the bathroom bill. So we spent two back-to-back -back special sessions. Now, that's pretty much overtime. Is how that amount what that amounts to that's paid for with taxpayer money. We spent millions of US dollars, not pesos, US dollars to talk about where grown ass people can take a piss. That's what we did. And it's ironical because he's a Republican. You know, the party of personal responsibility. Small government. Don't I don't want the government to tell me what to do, unless, of course, it's telling trans people where they can take a shit. And I had to look her name up because, damn it, I couldn't remember. But one of my transgender sisters from San Antonio traveled up to take a picture with Greg Abbott. Told him he, she was a fan. She was smiling. He was smiling. I'm sure they shook hands. 
Thanks for your support. This brilliant woman's name was Ashley motherfucking Smith. She's earned the title of motherfucking because she pimped the shit out of that picture. Big ups. Matter of fact, hold on. Let's hit the Hendrix for my main girl, Ashley motherfucking Smith. Mm, Jen and Truth. Let's go. She took that picture, then she posted it on social media. She said, if the potty police can't tell I'm transgender, how can you? How fucking brilliant is that? She even hashtagged, uh, hashtag potty police. Look that shit up. She called Greg Abbott her bathroom buddy. That's fucking fantastic. Big ups to my main girl, Ashley. That's how you do it. Because again, people like Abbott keep talking about safety, privacy. We're talking about two different topics. Again, those of us on this side, we're talking about empathy and respect. We're the ones actually talking about privacy. They're the ones who are trying to fuck shit up by using words like man. What about privacy, Robert? How would you like it if some man just took a piss next to your daughter? Okay, I can't even have this discussion. Because again, it's how fast did you run the 40? Three points basketball shot. We're having two different conversations. And, oh, God, it just, I'm starting to get mad. Maybe I should take another drink just because. Hold on. Here we go. Jen and Truth, let's go. So again, we're not having the same discussion. And as we're moving forward, gang, again, when when you try to squeeze the word safety in, when you realize it or not, you're talking about sex crimes. When you when you say words like they're confused, I want to protect my daughter. You're tying them in with sexual criminals. And they're not. And if you can find a transgender person who's a sex criminal, it's because they are a sex criminal. It's not because they're transgender. Stop doing that. Now, I had to look some shit up to make sure that I wasn't giving you all some bullshit ass information. The people who sit atop of the list for victims of a sex crime are transgender college students. They are 66% more likely to be on the receiving end of a sex crime. Now, I had to Wikipedia this shit. If you can find stronger stats, again, I'm up for some correction. But what kind of shit is that? I also looked it up. Do you know who's more likely to commit a sex crime? Take a wild fucking guess. 80.4% of perpetrators of sex crimes are men who identify as straight. We are literally pulling our children away from, statistically speaking, the safest portion of our population and pushing them into the arms of the people more likely to hurt them. If you're on the playground with your kids 
and you see a dude who looks like fucking Chris Hemsworth when he was in Thor-like shape, how many people are going to, well, one, you're going to gawk because goddamn, he was fine. But you're going to breathe a sigh of relief. You got this big, strong, muscular guy. Statistically speaking, he's getting ready to hurt your kids. You need to beat the shit out of that guy. No, that wasn't a call to fucking violence. Calm down. Someone who looks like that is 80% likely to hurt your child. And you're pulling your children away from the people who, and I looked it up and I had a really hard time finding any real stats to show transgender sex criminals. I also tried to find stats that linked being transgender to being a sex criminal. And you know what I found? Not a goddamn thing. Don't get me started on the Catholic priesthood. We breathe easier. Oh, man, Father McFeely's here. Oh, thank God. No. That person's getting ready to hurt your fucking kids, statistically speaking. Not the trans person. The trans person is simply trying to live their life. That's it. Again, we are pulling our children away from arguably probably infants, centurions, people who live to see 100, and trans people. They don't commit sex crimes. So why are we panicking and continually saying, well, what about the safety? What about the safety? Your children are safe as fuck around our trans brothers and sisters. Stop it. Now, we're going to hit the big one. I've heard Marjorie Taylor Greene and some of the other idiots. It's, it's always on the news We're going to talk now about our trans brothers and sisters in sports. And we're going to hit the big daddy because, again, this is what people always want to talk about. It's always the uh, the male to female transition competing against cisgendered women. We're going to start right off with probably the bigger one, and that's Fallon Fox. I had to do research on Fallon. So I knew her story, but I wanted to get this shit right. For those of you who don't know who Fallon Fox is, Fallon was assigned uh, male at birth and made the transition to female. She is fully female in every way, shape, and fucking form. She decided to go into MMA. She was skill-wise, not bad. She wasn't an Ashley Evans Smith, who I think she actually beat, or maybe Ashley beat her. She wasn't an Amanda Nunez. She wasn't a Tina Homer or Ronda Rousey. She definitely wasn't Chris Cyborg. She was good. But the big argument was, the big argument was she cracked someone's skull. And you know what? That's not for a debate. She did crack someone's skull. And again, let's rewind the clock. It's like, If you can find a transgender person who has committed a sex crime, it's because they are a sex criminal, not because they're transgender. Fallon Fox cracked that lady's skull because of the technique she used, not because she was transgender. So first and foremost with Fallon, let's go ahead and talk about the hormones because that's what everyone was worried about. Before we do it, my voice get a little bit dry. Let's hit some of this Hendrix to bless this topic. Hold on. 
Delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. Fallon, full HRT, hormone replacement therapy. Now, basic anatomy 101. <clears throat> Pardon me. What makes testosterone in men are testicles. What makes testosterone in women are their ovaries. Now, for those of you who don't know what I look like, I'm 6'3", 240-some-odd pounds, and let's just say most of it isn't fat. Now, the reason is, one, I still work out like a fucking madman. Two, testosterone. The more you have, the easier it is for you to build and maintain muscle. That's just the truth. That's not misogyny. That's biology. I've got more testosterone than the average woman. That's the way it works. What makes testosterone in women are your ovaries. Women make testosterone. They just don't make as much as cisgendered men. Fallon Fox has neither gonads, uh, testicles, nor ovaries. She doesn't. <clears throat> Her ability to make testosterone isn't compromised. It's been completely eliminated. She struggles to maintain the testosterone levels of a cisgendered woman. I watched that episode again to prep for this. Two doctors straight up said, no, she is not at a physical advantage because she has to take testosterone from an outside source. That's not how it works. Now, Robert, how did she crack that woman's skull then? Now, Joe Rogan, he and I are both high-ranking black belts, traditional martial arts. I respect Joe's effort. I just don't agree with his opinion on this one. So I'm not coming at this from some Rudy Poot-ass point of view. I am an expert at martial arts. So here's my expertise. And I've taken 10 years worth of Muay Thai. So I'm not uh, too shabby. So I know what I'm talking about here. So... The, the skull cracking, it happened, they were in the clinch. Now, if you don't know what the clinch is, imagine you are literally forehead to forehead with me. That's how the clinch starts. It, we are touching each other, basically. Now, imagine you're, each person is trying to grab the back of the other person's neck. Now, the person whose hands are on the inside, depending on who you are, uh, well, if it's me, that's the kind of position that I'm shooting for because I'm strong. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> so my my hands are on the back of your neck. I am clenched up. So imagine my fingers are interlocked and it, behind your neck. My elbows are down. My Wait, God damn it. I said that wrong. I like my arms on the outside. So I will jockey for that position. That's what I was talking about when I said I'm strong. Thank you, Dad. Once again. My elbows are down. My fingers are locked. I'm on the back of your head. Now, someone my size and my strength level, you are now under my control. I can literally swing you from side to side if I have that arm position on you. If I want to send you shooting backwards, I would keep my hands on the back of your neck and I would jut my elbows into your sternum. I could send you six feet backwards. Now, if I wanted to finish the fight, which Fallon did, while in the monkey clinch, 
I violently pull your head down to the mat. As your head is going towards the mat, my knee is going up. Now, I'm a lefty, so I'm using my left leg. That means my plant foot is my right. I'm on the ball of that foot. I've pivoted my heel in. That's going to extend my hips. As your head is going down, my knee is going up. Imagine me hitting you with a shovel. That's what that is like. A third grader could do that to another third grader and still crack their skull. It is a devastating technique. She cracked her skull because of the technique she used, not because she's transgender. I've heard Joe Rogan have people on his show, and his big argument is, you know, well, 30 years of genetic imprinting as a man, of course, you've got an advantage, blah, 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 blah. Joe Rogan is wrong. Her ability to create that masculine um, hormone, again, wasn't compromised. It's eliminated. She beat that lady's ass. She cracked her skull. Yes, it was devastating. I watched it. But she did it because she used the technique, not because she was transgender. So get off a of fucking Fallon Fox. And the thing about the transgender and sports issue, let, let me break this down. Because the transphobes, Fox, people like that, when they when they have this discussion, they always bring up the most extreme example, like a Fallon Fox. One thing that uh, Joe Rogan loves to say, and I fucking hate it, is what if Brock Lesnar, and look up Brock Lesnar so you can see what he looks like if you don't know. What if Brock Lesnar just chopped his dick off and put on a dress? He would mow through the women's gang. It's language like that that continues to separate the two sides of this conversation. That's not how this shit works.